Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, July 6th. Actually, we're recording. Yeah, we're ahead of time. Ahead of time. Because so if hopefully something, if something really big and traumatic happens, yes, we won't make it. It's not that to we're it. being insensitive. That's right. Right. We're just pre-recording. And so we're pre-recording because hopefully right now I am on the shores of Lake Superior in northern Minnesota. That's my hope. So, But I'm really excited. Aaron Zickman Mm -hmm. reached out to me. I don't know when it was, and we talked about getting him on radio. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that I want to talk about. I want to talk about awakening. I want to kind of do a serve together recap. Mm -hmm. These guys are part of the leadership team. I want to talk about this high school event that's being planned in August. But we're blessed today, Stephanie, to have Aaron Zickman, Tegan Goodwin and Jeremy Stymack with us. And I thought it would make sense in this first segment just to meet Aaron and Tegan <laughs> and Well, I Jeremy. am literally just meeting Jeremy today right. for the first time. But you've so, seen yeah. him before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I've Absolutely. seen him especially on Facebook. He's quite the hiker yes. from what I can see. Yes, yes he I is. Uh, and- one of our sponsors, Chris Robinson and That's Jeremy right. are big running buddies. Is that Run, right? Running and Did hiking. Did you just do a marathon? We did a trail marathon, 26, it, and I believe it was over that. According to our watches, unless they're completely inaccurate, it was yeah. 27.2 miles wow. uh, in Missouri. Nonstop? Uh, or well, overnight? No, 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 no. It was like eight hours and something. Chris would yeah. have done it in like six hours, wow. but he had me as an anchor. <laughs> wow. Well, because so. you were having knee issues. Is that right? Uh, I was having, I was having calf issues. Calf issues, calf issues yeah, right, right. That was calf a dumb muscle. question I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that I've seen pictures of like well, we hiking have. that took like several days. Well, they but, did do okay. river to river. Yeah, is we, that right? We, we're working on tackling the river to river, uh, okay. which is 160 miles in okay. southern Illinois. We've done two... Th- two weekend segments of it, uh, probably five, four or five nights of okay. it so far. Well, I just trying. had a couple different things confused there, yeah. okay. which is pretty good for me. It's all good. <laughs> we do a lot of stuff on the trails. Yeah. Nice. It's Hiking. good stuff, man. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, hey, let's dive in. I want to start with Aaron Zickman. I first met Aaron. You're one of the first people I remember meeting, um, <laughs> but I didn't meet you at church. I met you at Culver's. Yeah. You were yeah. the face of Culver's. Yeah. And so you're not doing Culver's anymore. You're not doing the restaurant world anymore. Kind of tell us about your journey. You're now the student minister at Crossroads Christian Church. Give us the Aaron Zickman story. Uh, yeah, so long story short, uh, like quick recap. <laughs> um, so like fifth, sixth grade, baptized, went through all that stuff. But, um, you know, I'm not sure if my faith was really real then. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Because by the time like I was in high school, I was self-proclaimed, you know, atheist, hmm. didn't want anything to do with God and all that. Um, ended up halfway through my senior year of high school, living on my own. Um, so Luckily, I had just gotten a job at Culver's right when they opened. Okay. Um, gosh, eight, seven years, whatever it is ago. And um, so, yeah, I just started working there, um, working my way up, you know, from a regular uh, employee to assistant manager and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how God works and stuff. Um, I was supposed to go to the University of Illinois for a music production degree. Okay. Um, but living on my own. The uh, tuition was mm-hmm. not doable in my mind. Right. Um, but 
some guys from a church. Um, they came in every day, pretty much, to Culver's. Uh, always had to buy one, get one coupon. And, yeah. Cheap stamps. Uh, Are the names like Ben Smith yeah. and Daryl Paddock yeah. and Terry Goodwin right and Stephanie Spangler, some of those people? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they came in about every day, and they found out that I was interested in um, tech and stuff. And so we just had conversations here and there, and then met another couple of regulars, uh, Matt and Kenna Osborne. They came mm-hmm. in frequently on nights, and... Mm-hmm. One Sunday, Matt and Kenna, I think it was on a Sunday, they invited me to church the next week. And I was pretty skeptical. Like, I don't know if I want to do this, but mm-hmm. yeah. my other friend was with me when they were invited. My friend said yes. So I'm like, all right, now I have to go. <laughs> You're but, locked in. Yeah. And so I started going here uh, at Second Church and then got to know Daryl and Ben a little bit mm-hmm. more. Um, you know, I don't have that aha moment of like, yeah, that's when I gave my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. But it was over that time span. Eventually started getting to serve um, in the tech ministry here at Second. Mm-hmm. And then um, started getting involved to the high school ministry here at Second. Um, was just asked to do some tech. Um, you know, grew really close to the youth pastor that was here at the time. And, um, man, it was, just, it was just one thing after another. Got asked to lead a small group. Um, of young adults mm. and it was that first night of leading that small group that i was like i want to do this for life yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome um so hey, that's I started, awesome yeah it was great i started working on my master's and like happened to look online i was like they always say look for a job mm-hmm. yeah apply for it even if you're not qualified um it was for a youth pastor position in champagne mm-hmm. yeah got there great church just wasn't the best fit for me right um, right and they you, were there, you, you were there, there for a while, while. Yeah, i was there yeah. for two years Hell yeah, yeah. And then um, an opportunity came up at Crossroads Christian Church here mm-hmm. in Danville, and it's just been a blessing ever since. So That's awesome. Now, your beard is pretty amazing. Well, they, they you know, as a guy that I'm can't like... grow a beard, I'm always <laughs> jealous of people like Aaron. Like, I try every year. Yeah, like, I'm it. like, I'm old enough now. I'm finally going to be able to get the beard. And well, I mean, just you're like a, a zero. Oh, yeah. Tegan, you're about a two. Yeah. Jeremy, you're about a... Five or six. Yes. But you are out there, Aaron. Yes. You are at 12. Wow. Well, I want to go. I just want that Duck Dynasty look. Yeah. Phil life. Robertson, baby. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. Tegan, let's talk. Uh, you know, I remember meeting Tegan also early <laughs> on in right? my journey here. About four years ago right now, I was yeah. getting to know all of y'all. And uh, Tegan, talk about kind of your life. Mm. I know you were deeply disappointed 15, 16, 17 months ago when my alma mater, Lincoln Christian University, mm-hmm. made the decision to kind of follow a different model and it kind of ruined the plans that you had. Mm-hmm. I look back, though, on that right now, and I think in a lot of ways, man, God has just blessed you. You're doing things you probably would have never thought about doing mm-hmm. at that point. Talk a little bit about your journey. Yeah, so I I grew up at Second. I yeah. spent my whole life here mm-hmm. as my church home. Um, my dad was the junior high minister for a while. Yeah. Uh, transitioned to student ministry and then to being the connections minister. Mm-hmm. I believe that was his title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so just grew up um, always on the inside serving and being mm-hmm. a part of everything. Um, mm-hmm. Never was just the kind to like spend a Sunday in a seat. I was always right. all over the place. Always doing. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. Um, found different ways to serve. Um, when I was five, I started learning how to play drums, took lessons with Matt Goodner. Yeah. And so from a very early age, loved music. And that just slowly became what I felt was my passion and my calling um, yeah. into ministry. There was always questions about whether that's what I wanted my career to be or right. something else. Um, 
but then I like I'm all obviously knew about uh, Lincoln yeah. being close to it, and both my parents went there, yeah, um, and kind of viewed that as my goal, like right. to go there and mm-hmm. pursue worship ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, got applied, got accepted. My sister was over there, yeah, and then mm-hmm. got a phone call one February. I remember night, it. I believe mm-hmm. happened on a Tuesday night. It did. We were at Celebrate Recovery. Yeah, got yep. done at CR. Yeah, got yeah. Heard all that. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a mess for a while yeah. in our family. Like, what does life look like right. going mm-hmm. forward? Because mm-hmm. um, I really believe that's where God was pushing me, right. and it just kind of blew up. Um, Don't you love it when God does that? Yeah. <laughs> things blow it's, up. Yep, and yeah. it's kind of mm-hmm. it, what I learned from it is that He is in control even yeah. when things yeah. go yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I kind of just slowly felt like he was pushing me a different direction. Yeah. Um, it's still with the same calling, but instead of feeling like I had to attend college for worship ministry immediately, mm-hmm. I started enrolling at DAC yeah. and, um, my dad worked there. So it was a perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, then I started talking to Steph about, <laughs> um, a possible internship yeah. here at Second. Yeah. Um, and I smiled just thinking about it because it was pretty cool just yeah. to go from serving for so long on the worship team. Yeah. And I, it was probably four years, five yeah. years that I served. I'm sure it was. And you served a lot. You played a lot of different roles. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, the whole time I've known you, you've been doing worship yeah. at Second Church yeah. until you went to Crossroads. Mm-hmm. And right. not just drums, but you right. taught no. yourself to play the guitar and then piano and yeah. you sing. Right. So, yeah, you really progressed yeah, in a lot yeah. musically I think yeah it was mm-hmm. pretty cool um just to grow and I mean the worship team at second mm-hmm. was just always supportive mm-hmm. and really fostered that growing mm-hmm. attitude that we're never we've never reached a point yeah um, mm-hmm. yeah where we plateau but we try mm-hmm. to continue growing mm-hmm. and you're now the worship minister at Crossroads yeah. Christian yeah. Church how'd so. that happen <laughs> so <laughs> you're an intern here mm-hmm. and I and you were serving like almost every week yeah. if you weren't pl- serving in Maine you were in the next gen mm-hmm. so yeah. you were really a vital volunteer around here how, how did that happen yeah so I started my internship at second in September 2022 uh-huh, uh-huh. um it's been about four months as a worship intern here. Spent time in Maine, Next Gen, yeah. CR, um, High School HSM, ministry. and JHM. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, spent a long time in there. And then as that kind of progressed, I saw the I had been told about the opening at Crossroads, mm-hmm. and so kind of had a couple meetings about that. And as that went on, I kind of felt that's where God was showing me mm-hmm. he wanted me to go mm-hmm. and they were very excited about the possibility of me coming over mm-hmm. yeah. and I love the opportunity to be in a great church and not have to yeah. move hours away right. to still be mm-hmm. in my community and here. we still get to eat lunch on Tuesdays we do Taco, Taco Tuesday, Tuesdays. Tuesdays that's right now sometimes your lead pastor Miles joins us mm-hmm. and he's become a friend but I'm a little irritated that he stole you from us so yeah, I know. mean that happens, though. Hard feelings there. No, <laughs> no not there, at all. There are no hard feelings yeah, We're so at thankful all. for what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. My favorite part of your internship was the Rich Mullins tribute concert, yeah. and I want to do another one, man. Yeah. I want another yeah. one. So I've got Stephanie and Tegan on the air. Yeah. we got to make it happen. Okay. Do. Let's right. do it. Yep. Hey, let's get Jeremy Stymack in this conversation. Jeremy, 
Kind of give us your journey mm-hmm. to where you are today. Oh, man. It's, Get in close to that mic, too. And I'm older than go. these guys, so it's a little bit longer of a journey. But uh, really started, I would say, before going to Iraq. Okay. Um, okay. Some people reached out to me about uh, about Jesus. And, mm-hmm. and I grew up around Jesus. Yeah. Didn't necessarily know Jesus, but I, I was aware of Jesus and family members that went to church. But uh, I actually got baptized by Miles Clark before okay. going to Iraq. Mm-hmm. And. And um, came back from Iraq, and then that's when I really became like seeking mm-hmm. God and, and trying to find that spot in my life because I was, yeah. you know, kind of going through a, a tough readjustment there sure. and started, moved back from Indiana, moved back home, uh, went to Crossroads through their transition okay. uh, from being Old Union, mm-hmm. and then they were at Northland, and then they became Crossroads. Uh, so I was there through a lot of that. And then eventually I had met. Sarah Anderson, which is my wife, Sarah yeah. Steinach now, and her dad is the pastor at Danville First Church. And he's been on direct line multiple times. We <laughs> and, love Pastor Day. And, uh, and so there was a point in time I started back in school after coming back from Afghanistan. Afghanistan was my third deployment. Okay. Uh, second true combat zone. I went mm. to Kosovo, Iraq, and Afghanistan. Mm. And I came back from Afghanistan with a sense of calling. Yeah. I actually started a little church while I was over there. We didn't wow. have a chaplain wow. on our base. We had a base of about 80 people. And so as I was going through college at DAC, I had approached Dave about filling a call in my life. And yeah. he got me connected with Nazarene Bible College. So I went and got my bachelor's through Nazarene Bible College. And then I was working at the school at the time. I was working at Northridge. And then I became on staff there. Okay. And I was on staff for about two or three years. And then uh, the district, the Chicago Central District of the Church of Nazarene, sent me to or asked if I would go to Paxton and restart a church. Okay. There's a church about 12 people there. Mm. And they were struggling. And they asked me to go there. And so I went there and restarted it and we spent about a year there we went from 12 to about 80 people that's pretty good man and i know my math yeah yeah that's great and so then we came back to danville Uh, it was really a strain we we didn't move to paxton so it was a strain driving there and my oldest daughter from a previous marriage we were missing out on opportunities with her yeah uh and in that process i felt like i needed to be back in the schools again yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I went back and uh, got a job at Mark Demon Elementary School where I was a home liaison. Okay. So I spend a lot of my days out in the homes uh, oh, yeah. during the pandemic. I help them with Chromebooks or mm. getting hotspots or food, delivering food items. Yeah. So in my role there, I see myself as a pastor in mm-hmm. the building. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, not only to the kids, um, but also to the staff members. So we start each day with about 15 to 20 people with a prayer group. Man, I love um, that. Yeah. And so I, I love that. That is my... My purpose uh, mm. as a as a minister, I love to be with mm. broken, yeah. lost people yeah. and in the world. Uh, admittingly, so when I worked in the church, I was bored. Yeah, mm. you know, yeah. just working mm. on the day to day and the preparing for Sunday stuff. Mm. I, I long to be with lost people and to tell people about Jesus. And mm. that was a struggle with my understanding where my ministry context was to begin with. Right. Is I wanted to do missionary work. Okay. So it was hard for us with the dynamic of our family for us to go out of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the inside of our country is truly mm. a missional it is. area right now. And Amen. so that's what that's that's what I thrive in. Is that's doing great. That. And that's I'm great. currently going back to school to become a school social worker okay. at the University of Illinois. So Very good. Man, good stuff. Yeah. Very good. Well, guys, I love hearing your journeys. We're gonna go to break and when we come back, I wanna talk about awakening. 
and uh, maybe you're listening to Direct Line and you have no idea what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, I'm hoping that all of Danville will know about Awakening mm-hmm. by the time late September gets here. It is Thursday, July 6th. Greg and Steph with Aaron Zickman, Tegan Goodwin, and Jeremy Steinmack. We'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermillion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's gonna be great. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 217- Two six zero five six four seven. Hans Tank Wash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Hear now from Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. All our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. 
Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, July 6th. It's Greg and Steph, and we have with us in the second church studio, we're pre-recording, That's right. Aaron Zickman, mm-hmm. Tegan Goodwin, and Jeremy Steinbeck. And so, Aaron, I'm going to start with you. Um, what is Awakening, and why is it relevant for our conversation? Yeah, so Awakening is it's five nights of community worship, um, and our goal is just to share Jesus. We're praying for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah. It's in September, September 24th through the 28th, but it kind of came about just from a few people from different churches with, um, you know, this on their heart. You know, let's, let's, let's just bring this. Um, we've been inspired from different things we've seen moving throughout the country, and then we're like, let's bring this to Danville. Yeah. So, like, yeah. are you talking about like Asbury College, yeah, the movements like that, that kind of yeah. was going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when you already said it, it's in September, where is this going to take place? And tell us about the location that you chose and why you chose it. Yeah, so it's September 24th through the 28th, and mm-hmm. it is at Ellsworth Park. Um, it'll be 6 p.m. each night, and we chose Ellsworth. I'm not really sure how we landed on, you know, let's do it outside, but we were like, let's do it at a park so it's not just at one church, mm-hmm. so the focus isn't on one church or moving from church to church, but let's choose a central location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Ellsworth, we love the visibility. We want mm-hmm. people to see it, mm-hmm. um, especially when they're driving over the road. It's got a great place. It's got a river, so we can do baptisms yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it was just prime location. That's so biblical to do baptisms in a river, isn't it? Well, yeah, I was going to say, is this like a music event, a preaching event, a prayer event? Is yes. it all of that? Yeah. All of it. It's yes. all of it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there'll be, um, you know, gospel-focused teaching, um, worship, all of it, prayer, communion, all yeah. that good stuff. And how many, how many leaders in the community so far have you kind of gotten on board, like, from churches? Eleven, maybe 10, yeah. 10, yeah. so far. Around there, yeah. I walked in on your planning meeting Tuesday morning. I had my little morning walk to Mad Goat, yeah. and I'm pulling up, and I'm like, "That looks like Terry's car or truck. <laughs> that looks like you know the Zickman's car." And sure enough, they were having their planning meeting, and I crashed the meeting for about 15 minutes. I don't know if I'm supposed to do stuff like that <laughs> yeah, or not, I but I knew they were coming on radio, yeah. so I thought it would be some good radio prep. Well, tell so. some other people who are on the planning team. Uh, so we have like Chris Robinson, um, we have Molly and Terry Goodwin, we have Toby Tivabaugh, um, obviously all of us here, um, mm-hmm. Jeremy Steinmack, Deacon Goodwin, myself. Um, Robbie Ketcherside was there that day? Yeah, is that everyone? Or uh, yeah. Bruce Parr. Oh, Bruce, Bruce Parr was not Crossway, there, I don't think, you know? that morning mm-hmm. that no, I was he, there. But no, yeah. he wasn't there that morning. Yeah, yeah. So it's various church leaders yeah. um, or different members of different churches that are mm-hmm. coming together working on this, I'm going to call it a project, I guess. I yeah. mean... You've been kind of clear with what your goal is, the preaching, the worship, baptisms. That's that's awesome. Um, I mentioned Asbury. Tegan, why don't you pull the mic over there? Talk about um, that sort of like what kind of birthed the idea with you guys. You got to go there and kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so um, going back to February, mm-hmm. um, pretty much everybody in the country had heard what was happening at Asbury. Um, Christians and non-Christians alike were just seeing something going on down in Kentucky. And a lot of people around here I had heard were trying to get down there at some point Mm -hmm. just to see what was going on. Some people were excited. Some people had questions and were like, what's happening? Yeah. Um, So after it had been going on and I feel it was kind of winding down at the point we made it down right, there. Right. But there were still thousands and thousands of people mm. down there. Yeah, you the did just a one-day trip, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We made it down there, um, waited in line for three hours, somewhere around wow. there. 
just to get inside. I mean, outside they had TVs with live streams and stuff going yeah. on, but more so than all the people there. Yeah. Um, I hesitate to say there was a feeling, but there was yeah. a feeling mm. of um, humility and yeah. honesty, vulnerability yeah. um, going on just amongst the people there. Yeah. Um, Nobody was there to push something other mm-hmm. than Jesus. Right. It was, mm-hmm. um, it was honest worship. Um, to be honest, in all the times I've seen worship teams, I've yeah. seen some pretty good ones. And I'm not saying it was the greatest worship, right. worship set I've ever seen. But the humility mm-hmm. and the, the transparency, everybody was being open and honest. If somebody made a mistake, it wasn't the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was pretty cool to see such an honest, yeah. heartfelt worship experience. Something I love about Asbury, we had uh, your mom and dad, mm-hmm. Terry Molly, on to talk about it right after mm-hmm. they got back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people have heard the story that it kind of sprung out of a college chapel service yeah. and mm-hmm. that the preacher that day didn't even feel very good about the sermon that he uh-huh. preached. <laughs> but what a lot of people don't know, I have a friend that's a, a seminary professor not far from there, and he said he knows people on the Asbury campus that have been praying for revival for two years. Yeah, mm-hmm. They didn't know when it was going to come. But they were gathering together, and they were saying, we're going to pray that God will do a work. And when I hear about what you guys are doing with your team, mm-hmm. you know, you're not high profile with it. It's more yeah. low profile, but it's just gathering together. Jeremy, talk a little bit about some of these gatherings where, you know, you're worshiping and you're praying and you're just asking the Lord to move. Yeah, we've had a few different uh, prayer times where we come together. Uh, we've met mostly at Bruce Parsh. Uh, Bruce Parks Church, I think, which Christ is Way, Christ down on Main Way, Street. Yeah. 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 Um and you just bring different people in there. Tegan and his dad have led worship in there. We've broke out in prayer. Yeah. Uh, but with just an expectation of of God to show up, Jesus mm-hmm. to show up and mm-hmm. and to move in our lives. And I think, you know, a lot with the Asbury revival, there was also the movie The Jesus Revolution, right. oh, yeah. which right. inspired uh, a you know, some of the guys in the group and, yeah. and it was that combination of just this wanting to see Jesus move yeah. in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't drive through Danville and not see the need. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, I experience it in the schools every yep. day. Mm-hmm. Um, but just driving through the community, you sense that need. Yep. And a lot of the, of us that are on here, we are a part of serve together. And so we've been working together for years now, four or five years of right. trying to better our community. And, and it is a, uh, it, it's a multi denominational group of people that mm-hmm. come together with the one purpose of promoting Jesus. Yeah. So. I love so much that you brought up the Jesus revolution movie because that's Bruce Parr's story. Isn't yeah, it? Isn't it, it is. He, he it became is. a Christ follower in Southern California yep. during that season. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Which is what he really brings that wisdom yeah. from that to it and wants to see the youth, take hold, which is really what this event is, yeah, you know, yeah. with Tegan and Aaron, they're on the younger end of ministry mm-hmm. of the guys ministering in Danville, right. and they're on fire wanting to see Jesus show up yeah. in this community. So it's really awesome and inspiring to see that. So Tegan, this uh, interview is airing on Thursday, July 6th, and you guys have a great opportunity. People are listening. They want to know more about Awakening. Talk about what's happening on Saturday, July 8th. Yeah, um, Saturday, July 8th at 10 a.m., um, we're going to be meeting at Lincoln Park, not Ellsworth, right, where Awakening right, is, but right. at Lincoln Park. Yeah. Um, just outdoors, very casual um, meeting. But any ministers, pastors, ministry leaders, um, 
business owners, yeah. really anybody who has questions or mm. wants to know more about this mm-hmm. is invited. We're just going to take some time to open up and share about um, what what awakening what awakening is, mm-hmm. yeah, and just um, lay out our heart for mm-hmm. it and what we believe um, God's going to do through this, mm-hmm. and yeah. then we're just going to spend some time in prayer for yeah. this mm-hmm. event mm-hmm. and really um, pray that God would move. And what is it that you're believing that God's going to do? What is that exactly that you're asking? <laughs> this is the part I like the most. Yeah. yeah. Um, we we recognize that all these um, revival events have happened. Yeah. And the big part about what we're trying to do is we're not trying to replicate it. Mm-hmm. We believe that if we try to replicate it, um, we will be humbled eventually mm-hmm. <laughs> by the results because yeah. we don't think God wants us to replicate everything that's happened in the past. Right. But we believe we need to be obedient mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this opportunity that, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we've been given. God's yeah. laid it on our hearts so if we neglect that, um, what he's put on our mm-hmm. hearts, then yeah. we believe that he'll nudge us in that direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're really asking that God would pour out his Holy Spirit yeah. on mm-hmm. those there. And we know that in all Christians, the Holy Spirit yeah. um, is present, but we're asking that he would move us closer to him yeah. mm-hmm. and that he would draw the church in Vermilion County, in Vermilion County to him and that he would bring non-believers towards him. Well, I love so much the idea of Christians gathering together. I love that you're doing it at a park and not in a church building. And again, I love church buildings, but anytime you go to a church, it gets pigeonholed. And I'm really hoping people will show up this Saturday, July 8 at 10 a.m. at Lincoln Park just to find out more information about what's happening with Awakening. Aaron, anything as we kind of wrap up this segment on Awakening, give us one more time when it's going to take place in September and where the location is and maybe how people can find more information. Yeah, so Awakening is September 24th through the 28th at Ellsworth Park, 6 p.m. each night. Uh, If you need more information or looking just to stay up to date, I would encourage you to hop on Facebook if you have that and follow our Facebook page. It's just Awakening 2023. Yeah. Um, Or if you have looking for a specific way, hey, how can I help? Mm -hmm. Uh, You can also email us at awakeningvc.com at yahoo.com awakening vc at yahoo.com yes sir now both a couple of you have mentioned serve together mm-hmm. let's just talk real quickly serve together was almost a month ago by the time this interview is airing mm-hmm. um and any of you can take this what what would you say about serve together 2023 how would you rate the success of it i think it's the is it the fifth year that we've had serve yeah. together i think what would you say who wants to take that uh i, I can start um man it was just great we had 333 volunteers just from different churches. I yeah. think just seeing that many people come together for these different projects was the most impactful for oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tegan, what did you think about Serve Together this year? Yeah, I mean, by far, that was the most volunteers we've ever had. Yeah. Um, and so it was really cool to see that many people in our community uh, get together for this right. purpose. And for someone who serve. doesn't know what it was, it was an event where just all the churches came together to do service projects yeah. throughout Vermilion County, right? Yeah, at homes and at businesses. Right. And, How um, many different right. projects? Mm. Oh, is it 29, 29, I think, is the number? I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so 
and we also had some projects before the yeah. day of and, and after after yeah, yeah, yeah. still going on we have yeah. some projects and, we're doing it doesn't serve together trying to to do more things throughout the year rather than just on that one day it's kind of grown yeah, a little bit so to that. we actually were just approved for our 501c3 very nonprofit good. status very good and so that opens us up mm-hmm. um financially and um just to do more right. things mm-hmm. with the community mm-hmm. throughout the year and not focus still focus on the one day but sure. open us up sure. and you know i love 333 that's incredible i love 29 but i still think we're just scratching the surface yeah. Yeah. you know if this is something that the larger christian community in vermilion county can grab a hold of yeah. i mean you could see that number of people serving tripled you yeah. could see a hundred projects potentially because there is definitely the need oh, that's there out is there the need. you know mm-hmm. oh, yeah. there really is mm-hmm. well i love serve together my first event i wasn't even hired yet i was I getting ready to preach that. a trial sermon <laughs> that's right. and my first day here was the saturday mm-hmm. before yeah. the trial sermon and it was served together mm-hmm. and just being at lincoln park the service was mm-hmm. at lincoln park i think you spoke that night yeah. i think i spoke mm-hmm. in the first one yeah we had some rick lighting hot dogs i yeah. didn't know what a rick lighting oh, yeah. hot dog was mm-hmm. but it was just neat to see the excitement and the energy. And I think anytime Christians come together and we say, I'm not worried about Second Church, I'm not worried about Crossroads, I'm not worried about Connection or D1 NAS, let's just be Christians. Let's just serve in the name of Jesus. I think even non-Christians look at that and say, you know, I may not agree with everything on a theological level, but it's hard to argue with people, you know, letting down their defenses and just serving in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And we've even seen business owners who have came to us and have been like, we want to give our employees a day off yeah. and tell them you need to do this. Serve. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. And whether it's on the day of or a different day, right. um, they really, even non-Christians, yeah. see the power behind mm-hmm. this. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, hey, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about your high school event that you're promoting in early August. And I've got a couple things I want to talk about that are happening at Second mm-hmm. Church. And then I've got a very special good news segment that's relevant to this week. Okay. It is Thursday, July 6th. It's Greg and Steph with Tegan Goodwin, Aaron Zickman, and Jeremy Steinmeck. And we will be right back after this. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermillion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. 
You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie and Greg with our friends Aaron and Tegan and Jeremy. And, you know, in that last segment when Tegan was talking, all these using big words like financially. And I mean, I just looked at him like I, when he was little, he would he would write sermons and go around the church and preach sermons when you were a little kids. And here you are all grown up. So it makes my heart happy. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad to have you back today and just Absolutely. hear you talking about, you know, grown up stuff. That's so, right. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, we could not do direct line without some awesome sponsors. And I'm going to take your role. Normally, you read <laughs> them all. Yeah. We're going to see how I do. But I want to say thank you to Don and Deanna Witzel from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know, right before we pre recorded, I was so hungry mm-hmm. and I had about a 10 minute window yeah. and I pulled into the McDonald's <laughs> on Bowman. They had me in and out in four minutes. Oh, good. And the chicken sandwich was fresh, the coffee was hot. Way to go, McDonald's. Are you going to talk about each sponsor um, and their Chris services? and Dasha Robinson. <laughs> Have you been there? About I was already. there today. I was there on Wednesday the 28th. I was there. And Dr. Yeah. Scott cracked my back great, and I feel wonderful. Okay. Now, I'm climbing Pikes Peak next week, so I don't know if I'll be feeling wonderful for long. I hope long. you don't have any like personal experience with the Darby's, the funeral um, home, like uh, today. I like. love the Darby family, <laughs> yeah. Sunset Funeral yeah. Home. And I'll yeah. tell you, I've worked with them yeah. a lot lately, mm-hmm. and they just do a great job. Do. You know, it's never fun when right. you lose a loved one, right. but I've seen them at their very best. And mm-hmm. I've seen them even when they're struggling, mm-hmm. when they've lost one of their own. Right. And they right. just, they really do a great job. They Thankful do. for the Darby mm-hmm. family. Thankful for the team at Hans Tank Wash. Do you have a big truck that you um, I don't, but you know, if I ever do, <laughs> Bean's my That's guy. That's right. That's right. I'm thankful for Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. And then my friends, Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. Mm-hmm. Hey, Aaron, you said that you wanted to throw something in the mix. You uh, emailed me the morning that we are going to record and said you have a big high school multi-church event happening in August. And as a former youth minister, I love multi-church events. I love high school events. Talk about what's happening in August. Let's do it. Um, so it's called Rally. It's at Lincoln Park August 5th. Um, it starts at 5 o'clock, ends around 6, 7, 30. Um, but it is just going to be a nice little high school um, hangout. We're going to have food, SCA, mm-hmm. dinner, so we're mm-hmm. going to provide nice. food that day for us. We have some other things that are getting sponsored, which is great. But it's going to be some hangout time. You know, see different students that you may not know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know they were church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, I love that. If someone's listening and maybe they work with students, but it's not one of the churches that you're talking about, or, or is it open to anybody or is it really limited? How, how can they get more information? It's open to anyone. Uh, I would say you can reach out to the ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is an Instagram page on that Cool. Steph, we need to get Jordan Lang on direct line. We I don't do. think he, we've had a Dan, um, Jordan Chapel. Right. The, the preacher was on a couple weeks right. ago, but we need right. to get uh, Mr. Jordan Lang sure. on direct line. Sure. So, yeah. um, Aaron, why do you like working with high school students? Mm-hmm. What is it about that that's really drawn you, do you think? And you worked with high school students long before you went into ministry. You know, really, Culver's, in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, you might call that pseudo ministry, you know? Yeah. 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 I just imagine if I had been invited to Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Hey, man, Jesus had fun, you know? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with fun, right? That's right. That's right. Now, Jeremy, I know you've worked a lot with students, and now you work with, I guess, children, we would say. Um, mm-hmm. What drives you to want to do that? Oh, I think when you look at kids and teens, especially in today's society, they're some of the most vulnerable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Even in today's society with technology, yeah. what they're exposed to. Mm-hmm. And I think they need positive people. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at Mark Denman with uh, Anita Walter, mm-hmm. who's one of our members, who I think served there for years. Mm-hmm. And I think Kim Corley was mm-hmm. there that day. And I think Tracy Thomas was there that day. And I think we bought what pizza, I think, for the staff. Mm-hmm. And it was just neat to see just how the staff interacted and how it was playing out. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of times you just turn on the national news and there's a lot of bashing of education. And I'm not saying there aren't problems in public education because right. I think there are some issues. But I love so much when I see people of faith. I, I love the deal that you guys are praying, you know? Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there is upwards of 20 people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We do work for the largest elementary school. We have over 600 kids in there. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Wow. Man, I love that. You know, Stephanie, last week on Wednesday, June 28, our youth ministry guys hosted a CIY worship night. Right. Now, I was on a 15-minute Zoom call that turned into an hour, yeah. so I missed most of it. But yeah. talk a little bit about that night. It was special. Well, both our junior high and senior high ministers have taken, I, don't, I think they said like 149 kids this summer to either mix or move, which is, you know, conferences that you can get those kids away from home for a few days and they can connect with uh, one another connect with God. And so it was kind of, I think this is the first time they've done this, that they've come back and then they've had sort of like this celebration. Let's celebrate what God has done. And so I was there not because I, you know, am the right age <laughs> for that, right. but I'm there because I want to support Jake and Brant in what they've done and their leaders. And I want those kids, you know, to see that the church supports them in their decision. And I think they had, um, I mean, they, they recognized last night, people who had made first-time decisions. Aaron, you were there. Is that right? First-time decisions. And when you say um, last night, that was actually a week was, ago. Yeah, we're sorry. recording were, on that's right. July uh, so 6th. Yeah. on that Wednesday night, right. I think they, they had you know kids stand up who made that first-time decision for Christ and then others who were rededicating themselves and then vocational ministry. And I think they had 12... 12 kids over the summer that have decided they want to give their life to full-time ministry, which, you know, I think we've talked, I think we've talked about this. Yeah. This, I think last week we talked about on direct line that ministry pipeline is empty. It's empty. And And we need to fill it up. Yeah. So that's what that was. And they had a baptism last night and it was just a great time of celebration for the kids and their families. Their families got to be there. So it was neat to see some grandmas and grandpas that came um, to support their, their young ones. And of course, moms and dads and siblings. Yeah. I loved Daniel Chappell's boy got uh, Baptized. baptized and it was really fun to see him come up out of the water and his sister, I think just she was just like so excited. And can I tell you, I was really nervous because I think it's the first ever baptism in the next gen auditorium. Yeah. And they had in the an kiddie pool, pool. And I thought there's not enough water. But Daniel, man, I'll give him credit. He went all the way down and submerged his boy yeah. and brought him back up. But did it from a standing position. I know. I, mean, and I know. The kid was pretty tall. So way anyway, to go, that's Daniel Chapel. Yeah. That was good yeah. stuff. Well, I love so much people that dedicate their lives mm-hmm. to student ministry. Because mm-hmm. Aaron, you're right. There is a lot of fun in student ministry, but I would make the case there's also a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of headache at times. Times. And, you know, some of my biggest days of ministry heartbreak were watching high school students just make bad decisions and to be there and to show grace and to love them and to encourage them. So I give props to all of you for what you do and thank you very much. Well, as we said before at the start of this hour, we were pre recording. And we had a really interesting day around here uh, when we were pre-recording on last Thursday. We had Jeremy and Tegan and Aaron in, and we got all all the way through right right there. And um, the lights started flickering, and this—I mean, it sounded like a train coming through the studio where we were recording. And all five of us looked at each other and thought, what is going on? And before we knew it, the lights completely went out. It went completely dark. So we went downstairs. Luckily, Tobin, our um, sound engineer, had pressed save on the computer right before that happened. And so today I find myself sitting alone (laughs) in the studio wrapping up this week's um, 
episode of Direct Line because uh, everything shut down last Thursday, as most of you well know. That was quite the storm that came through last Thursday and left us without power here at the church for a few days. I'm sure that some of you listening um, had power out for a lot longer than that. Luckily, our power at the church came on late Saturday afternoon, and we we had kind of shifted uh, a plan of action by then. We had decided that Uh, You know, we typically have five services at Second Church of Christ on a Sunday morning, and we decided late Saturday afternoon to combine um, our venues, our next-gen venue, with our regular venue and only do two two services because we weren't sure if we were going to have power. If we didn't have power, we weren't going to meet at all. But luckily, our power did come back on Saturday afternoon, and we kind of shifted, and we did have church. I know there were some churches in town that could not meet because you didn't have um, electricity, and it's hard to do when you have large groups gathering. You can't use the bathrooms and you can't see. So um, anyway, I find myself now here in the studio by myself. Jeremy and Aaron and Tegan are not here and Greg is not even here. So I'm wrapping up today's episode um, with you all uh, as they have left the building. And so um, this Sunday at 2nd, Greg, he will he'll be back and he'll be talking about the fact that you cannot stop the gospel. And I think, um, you know, I think that is so fitting. Um after we just celebrated 4th of July in our country. Um, our, our country was birthed upon Christian um, men and women who gave their life, really, for the sake of our country so they could have the freedom of religion as well as many other freedoms. And um, and then I think it's fitting that even, you know, though we had that big storm come through, um, people shifted and we pivoted and we made church happen on Sunday. And lots of you had to do that as well on Sunday. So weather can't stop the gospel. Tyranny cannot stop the gospel. And um, so this coming Sunday, Greg will be talking about that in the main auditorium as we're continuing through Acts. Um, Other ways that the gospel cannot be stopped. Um, The Israel trip that Second Church is hosting is filling up. This is in 2024, right after Easter, the day after Easter, in fact. And so those spots are filling up. And I can't imagine... um, you know, a better way to to experience the gospel than by being in the country of Israel, the Holy Land, and, um, you know, just walking the same spots that Jesus walked and where he taught and um, just lived his life uh, as a normal, um, you know, man, but also God in the flesh. And so you can't stop the gospel, and they're going to see that when they head over there to Israel next year. Um, quickly, Oasis, which is our Tuesday morning Bible study here at Second Church. During the month of July, um, we're having a special guest speaker in. Don Green from Lincoln uh, will be here, and he's going to be talking about Philemon for the um, next Tuesday, Jude, sec- Jude um, the next Tuesday, and then second and third John on the third Tuesday. So if you're interested in Oasis, uh, just come on out to Second Church of Christ, uh, 10 o'clock on Tuesday mornings. You'll see a bunch of cars. You'll know where to park. Um, but if you're interested in hearing Don Green, that's coming up. And then finally, um, we want to welcome back an old friend to Danville. That would be Drew and Judy Menser. They're going to be coming back to Second Church on Sunday, July 23rd. And if you want to see Drew and Judy and hear him speak again, he'll be um, preaching in all three services in the main auditorium on Sunday, July 23rd. And so So we'd invite you uh, to come out to one of those services to hear him. You can't stop the gospel, and there are several opportunities for that to happen. Well, as we wrap up this odd episode, um, kind of done in bits and pieces this time, 
The good news segment is that this past Tuesday, we celebrated 4th of July with some beautiful weather. It was hot, humid, sunny, and so I think lots of people were able to enjoy pool time, being outside with family and friends, and getting to experience fireworks in the evening. And I hope that you all had a safe uh, 4th of July. And again, uh, we're proud to be Americans. God has blessed us to live in this great country, and so we're thankful for all the blessings that that provides us. And so that wraps it up for this odd episode. So on behalf of Greg Taylor and our friends Aaron Zickman, Tegan Goodwin, and Jeremy Stymack, and our sound engineer Tobin Hess, thanks for listening and find a church to go to this weekend, and we will be back next Thursday. Have a great day.